What's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. I'm here today just recording this intro in, uh, it's, it's called Russian Hill Park, in Russian Hill in San Francisco. Never been here. Um, had to get this episode out, so uh, on my delivery today, I ended up here. Uh, not too far from Fisherman's Wharf, found this little green patch, and now I'm sitting down enjoying the warm weather um, here in Russian Hill Park. Uh, recent things that I've done yesterday night, wow, uh, saw Purple Rain for the first time, the film. Um, Castro Theatre here had a special showing of Purple Rain because of the passing of Prince last week. Um, the movie was incredible, uh, and everyone was really excited to see it. Uh, I ended up being in the front row, uh, which actually, uh, probably haven't thought about it like this, but um, when it comes to music films uh, in the cinema, it's pretty incredible to see the movie right up close in the front row, because then you feel like you're front row for the actual performance. So I first discovered this one. I saw David Bowie double feature at the Castro Theater, and they played in between uh, The Hunger and Labyrinth. They played this clip from Via uh, Kinder von Bonhoeffzo, which is a film from West Berlin in the 80s, and it features a David Bowie performance. And they played that uh, that they played that part of the film, which is shot from the front row of. David Bowie's uh, performance of Station to Station in that film it is. I really felt like I was there and this uh, this time last night when I saw Purple Rain for all those uh, all the performance uh, scenes it kind of I could imagine myself being there in the 80s seeing Prince perform. I've never seen Prince perform. I haven't seen David Bowie perform but now I can have the idea that of what that experience might be like in my head. Uh, so anyway, that was really, really awesome. I suggest all of you who haven't seen Purple Rain to give it a look and enjoy and uh, celebrate Prince's legacy. I also heard that there's hundreds, uh, enough material for a hundred or so uh, new Prince albums and a couple films also. That, uh, that Prince never released because he didn't trust the music industry. Um, this is a really interesting guy, and the more I learn about him, the more fascinating and mysterious he becomes, in my mind. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's get these plugs out of the way. So if you want to support the podcast and you shop on Amazon, please go on my website, funboatdiplomacy.com, and on any page on the right side, you'll find... A little box that says uh, click here for the Amazon portal and just click on that and buy whatever you need on Amazon as you normally do you don't pay anything extra Amazon gives me a small cut of, of your purchase uh, on top of that I'm still here in San Francisco working at the Pacific Tradewinds Hostel and if you want to come hang with me get a place to stay for really cheap in San Francisco come to Pacific Tradewinds Hostel go on sanfranciscohostel.com and click book now throw in all your details and use the promo code. There's a little, um, a little uh, link or thing to open up to, to put in a promo code. Put in Wayman's Friend 3. That's W-E-I-M-I-N-F-R. Oh, is it Wayman or Wayman's, Wayman's Friend? Uh, I think it's Wayman's Friend. W-E-I-M-I-N-S-F-R-I-E-N-D 3 to get $3 off each night that you book on SanFranciscoHostel.com. Alright, hope everyone's doing well, and uh, let's jump into today's episode with my friend Lin from Thailand. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. I'm here today with Patarida Kiatsabutara. Hello we call, everyone. We call you Lin. But, yes. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Thanks for being on. Thank you for letting me here. Uh, why don't you uh, 
introduce yourself a little bit to the to the podcast audience. Okay, so my first name is Paterida, but one thing that you should know about Thai people, we always have nickname for friends to call. So you feel free to call me Lin. That's my nickname. All my friends call me that way. How yeah. did you uh, pick your name? Well, in for Thai people, we're gonna pick. A good name, a good meaning name. So some people go to fortune teller, ask them what is the good one. So they can see like when you get um in which day you were born, maybe Monday, Tuesday. They can have uh, some recreation that this letter should use, this letter should not. So my name I was given by the monk. So my they give me like the give my mom like the list of ten, and then my sister pick one of them. So that's Paterida. And my nickname, I think that's my grandmom give it to me. It's Chinese, which means um, something like very good, smart, something like that. Yeah, Lin does or yeah, yes. Okay, what word is it in Chinese? Um, in Chinese is like, how can I tell you? Maybe I mean my Chinese is terrible, but maybe if you write it down, I can. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, understand a little bit better. But, Probably not. But I have to tell you first that like actually my grand grandparents they are not very well educated so maybe they have the wrong right writing. Because mm-hmm. you have here Lin, which yeah, is this like, is like mean the forest. The forest yeah. But with this one, it means something elegant. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Uh, royal. But yeah, royal. Yeah, so you have the the radical here, Wang. Yes. Right for uh, royalty it means like king. Yeah, yeah. And then Lin, it's two trees next to each other, which yes. means forest. Yes. And that's why I recommend that nobody learn Chinese from from English <laughs> because it's it's this crazy thinking, this crazy uh, system of making making a language. Like yeah, this. you need to have a little bit more imagination to yeah. learn English. I it's always Chinese. I always will bring up. There's a couple ones I bring up. They're actually quite simple. Uh, one actually has the uh, the radical for for tree. So this one. Run, like uh-huh. it's the radical, yes, and then the the tree uh-huh. here, and so it's uh, it's a person resting next or a person the next to a tree, so yes. it means rest, rest like yes. just hanging out, yes, and then, and then this one I think this is how it's done, it's uh the radical for bamboo, which is uh-huh. in a lot of a lot of Chinese characters, uh-huh. and the character a very old character for wind that's uh-huh. not really used anymore it's uh-huh. very it's an ancient sort of character for uh for for wind so when uh-huh. the wind blows through the bamboo forest this is laughter <laughs> laughing I, I never know about this one <laughs> yeah i my uh a professor taught me that and i was that's that's a huge example of that i point to when i when i tell people uh-huh. i discourage most most people from learning chinese because uh-huh. this is the kind of uh root Yes, of yes, this language. Yes, yes, true, true. Some have the sorry behind it. Yeah, it's it's so uh, such a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where did you learn Chinese? Um, Your family is Chinese, or it's it's quite long story. It's like it's like there's a lot of Chinese moved to Thailand, and my family is one of is one of them. So we live like a like a village of a lot of Chinese, and later this group of Chinese people they have their own business, they become rich, so they donate the money, and they found a school that teach Chinese. So all the children from those families will go to this school, so we learn Chinese from that also. Okay. Well, by actually, all other children, like Thai children in that area also can come to this school and learn Chinese. It's not like only limited by us. Anyway, this school was found by Chinese people. So that's the way I start learning for six years in my primary school. Yeah. So I was much better in Chinese when I was young. Now it's just like, just I can speak some, but not much in writing. Yeah. Um, so was this the school, was it primary school in Chinese or is it specifically uh, just Chinese we, language school? No, no, we have, we have to study Chinese to uh, two periods a day okay. and study five days a week. So, so it's, it's part of the education. Not part of the education. But okay. actually, Chinese is not mandatory. Mm. But yeah, it's, at that time, I was not appreciated too much because at that time, China is like very poor country. I always question why I have to learn it. But 
when I grew up, yeah, China is coming. They are very good. Yeah, for for me, I also had to do Chinese school. Um, it was only on Sundays though, uh-huh. and I hated it because you put a you put a kid in 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 school on on afternoon and Sunday uh-huh. after like after I had lunch, it was sunny outside, like, or it was like, just like I just didn't want to be there, and I didn't learn it as well as I could have. Mm-hmm. A lot of the students did really well, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. I I did very poorly in Chinese school, and I regret it. I wish I was much better at Chinese. I can't read or write. Oh. I can understand when I hear, uh-huh. but uh, to form my own ideas in Chinese is uh-huh. difficult. Oh. Yeah. For me, it's not difficult because Chinese and Thai the grammar is quite similar, but we have to learn all the vocabulary again. Well, some kids find it is difficult, but for me, I quite get used to it. I think it's quite easy. You just. Have to find the word. Which right now we have the iPhone. We can just look up in the dictionary and can we can make up the sentence easily. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you from in Thailand? Uh, actually, my home is a little bit outside Bangkok. Not so far. It's like half hour drive. Yes, but when I was in my secondary school, I moved to Bangkok because it has better education and so on. So I live in Bangkok for ten years. Until I graduate my bachelor degrees. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of people, you start from outside of the city and you move in to yeah, get education yes. and work. Yes, yes, yes. So how was that? Uh, how was it uh, in where you were living before when you where you grew up? Uh-huh. Um, and then how was it when you moved to Bangkok? Oh, it's quite different. But was it but rural, like countryside? It's it's not totally rural. It's kind of like a factory areas, like. Mm, there's a lot of students and some uh some some of their parents are like a sellers in the market and they are not very well educated <laughs> much, and it's more like a how can I say. They're not very very well educated compared to when I come to Bangkok. Most of the people, most of my my friends are very polite, and they hardly say the rude words. So I have to adapt myself. And for education, also we in my primary school, I never do any serious. We just have fun, and maybe we read a book only one week before. But my first semester in the secondary school, my friend read a lot. They they remember almost every pages in the book. I don't know how can they do it, but I have to adapt. So the standard is higher. Yeah, the standard is higher, and then I have to compete with them. But at the end, I I I have no problem much to adjust myself, but at my first semester, my first exam, I was so amazed. Like everybody can remember almost everything in the book. I never studied that hard, but yeah, I think it's a good start for my life. If I not go to that school, maybe I just like um, being so ordinary. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and how how is Bangkok? I've never I don't know anything. I think my sister's been there, but I don't have any idea of how well, Bangkok or like Thailand. Uh, Bangkok is. It's like a mixture of everything we have. For tourists, we, we have like a beautiful temples, but in the other hand, we have dark side, and it's like maybe only one kilometers away, like from the temple to the, like to the nightlife park, park yeah. nightlife club, something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So it's we don't have the structure of the city, so everything is mixture, and uh, for me, I think. The food is really delicious. We have many spicy food, and we have rice noodles and so on. For transportation, is quite bad. Very very traffic jam, and we have a few of like a public transportation, like a subway, but it's not cover all. Bangkok is only in the Delta area. Yeah. When did yeah. when did Thailand become such a big tourist destination? Oh, I cannot remember. Our country is always be always? always be like a tourist. Okay. Yeah. And how much do you know about the history of Thailand? Uh, you told me I think that you were very bad at history. Mm, I'm very bad. I can do like a brief one, like. Yeah. Anything is anything is better okay. than what I already know. <laughs> so if you could give me like a quick okay. overview. Okay, Lafri, 1,000 years ago, we... Oh, you know, 1,000 years, okay. <laughs> About 1,000 years ago, we, we start to have Thai language. Previously, okay. we, we like a prehistoric. We don't have any 
record of what happened. And then I think the Buddhism come from India to Thai and then they because they have all the letters. So our king at that time think that, okay, we should have our own letter by adjusting a little bit. And then he put it in one of the monuments. Even now today, you still can go, that, go to see that monument. But for me, myself, I never see it. I just learned in the book that, okay, we have this monument to, to, to track back that, okay, this is the first time we have letter. And after that 200 years, we were defeated by the Myanmar, so we lost our, what's it called, colony? Your, like, sovereignty, like your borders. Like. Yeah, like, we, we, at that time, we are a very small city, but we call ourselves as Siam, which means Thai now today. So, after we are defeated by Myanmar, which is our neighbor, so that's, at that time, we don't have any cities. And uh, later, not so long, we make another one that called Ayutthaya. So that one lasts for 100 years, sorry, 400 years. And then we, was, we were defeated by Myanmar again. And about 200 years ago, the other king set up what we are right now, which is Bangkok, and it lasts for 200 years. And it's, uh, the king was, uh, his, his royal family named Chakri, and his family lasts long until now today, which is King Ramanai. He's the ninth king, number nine, no, how do you say it? Ninth, ninth, the ninth king yeah. of Thailand. Yeah, and he's very old. He's 90, something like that. Yes. So you still have a king? We still have the king, yes. We are Thailand kingdom, kingdom of Thailand. Uh, okay, and how much power does the king have, actually? Actually, he has no power. It, the rule is quite funny. The In our... Uh, what do you call them? Institution? 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, like a highest law. Yes. It's written that the king has no power on politics. However, nobody can touch the king. Mm. And then some taxes go to the king. Some taxes go to the king. So it's yes. kind of like the Queen yes. of England. She doesn't do very much politically, but. She all she does is be yes, fancy and yes, collect money for, yes, and yeah. she's the figurehead of, yes. of the country. Yes. Yeah, but the good thing is that our king do a lot of good thing. That's why I like um okay to have the king for now. I don't know the future. You know, like now today we have a lot of conflict about why we need to have king, because some some Thai people who live abroad they absorb a lot of foreigners thinking. And they think that mm, maybe we don't need a king. They are, like, like in France, they don't have king for a long, long time, something like that. But in terms of um, Thai, living in Thai, I think having a King Ramana is something very benefit. He's very smart. He's a scientist. Even he's the king, he's a scientist. That's and good. he has a lot of useful projects that help the poor people. And yeah, that's what we appreciate to have our king right now. And what's the political situation now in, in Thailand? Because I remember just the, maybe last year or the year oh. before, I saw some this some, is, some things going on in Bangkok. This is very politics. And it might be by as if I talk, but well, that, that's, I have to say that this is my side opinion. Mm -hmm. If you meet another Thai, maybe they have totally opposite to me. So right. we have well, to maybe you can share your opinion and then what someone else okay. might say about it okay. as well. So you have to understand first that eight years ago that we changed from monarchy to democracy. Mm -hmm. And at that time, because of a lot of uh, bureaucrats, like this, the, the children of the bureaucrats, they study abroad and then they see like, oh, fancy of democracy. So when they go back to Thailand, they think that we should have democracy as well. But at that time, the king had the vision that Thai people are not ready. Most of people are poor educated. So the king didn't want to give his power, but because those guys, actually they used the gun power. <laughs> they didn't use the gun, but they are the soldiers, and then they go to the king like, I would like to have democracy. Mm. <laughs> and the king is like, he, cannot, he, he don't want to have the fight, he don't want people to die, so he just gave up his throne, and then he flew to, I'm not sure, Switzerland maybe? And then those soldiers just become our prime minister, and then they take all the power. This was the military? Yeah, people like the general, something mm -hmm. like so that. So it's a military. Yeah, the coup. military. is 
it's not a coup because we're democracy, but but mm, but the election well, but the election is not from pre-fall. They have come from only like maybe the top, like the the, the educa- only educated people that elect him. And the funny thing is the one who do the who who asked the king to leave. He did. He is the second prime minister. He don't want to be the first one because. It may be conflict. Oh, so he's like uh, he he has this, the prime prime minister. The prime minister elected. is somebody else. Um, I'm not sure what the history, but it's not him. But okay. later he also one of the prime minister, and when they become the prime minister, when the other person don't agree with him, guess what happened? They do the coup, mm. and then they stay for a while. Another one do the coup. I don't know why we call it democracy because we have the coup, like and we. Oh, That's always the question. Always. That's a very like, good quote. Like, why like, do we call this democracy? <laughs> it's it's just been eighty years that we have democracy. We have election and then we have the coup. So total, I think it's thirteen times that we have coup in eighty years. In That's how many years? Eighties, eighties, yeah, around eighty. Wow. Like okay. thirteen coups is a lot. It's quite crazy. I don't know, yeah. but we still have election in between, like election, 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 and suddenly when we have a lot of conflict and then some people die, then the military will come like stop arguing. I will take the power and you guys go <laughs> go away. It's a mess. Uh, what was what was uh, Europe's involvement in Thailand back in back in the day? Because a lot of a lot of these Southeast Asian countries. Uh, had it had European involvement um, a long time no, ago. No, I think that's happened before we had it. That's maybe our but, World War Two. Yeah, World was it Britain? Because uh, I know Britain was involved in in well now Myanmar, but Myanmar. at the time Burma. But yes. I don't know about uh, Thailand. Like what was so, what the condition was? We have to go back a little bit earlier than that. Um, fifty years before we got democracy, I, I think around World War Two. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the timing, but the thing is, like, we are in the middle. Burma is on our left, Cambodia and Laos on our right, which our left is the British get taking over, and on our right, the French getting o- mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So as the middle, we say, hey, imagine if you just keep going, you're going to fight with each other. How about we are the barrier between oh, okay. you two? Yeah, so, so it's like Afghanistan, because Afghanistan historically was the, the middle between Britain uh, uh-huh. British India, uh-huh. and then Russia. Oh, okay. So that's that's interesting. Yes. That that's like that. So no. we are the the only country in Southeast Asia that not belong to any colony. Interesting. Yes, but you need a lot of negotiation. Yeah. But thanks to our king, he's quite smart. He, he, he make himself to be friend with the Tsar. The Sadek so second, um, the, the Russian, Russia, yeah. yeah, in Russia. From Nicholas, so Nicholas the second. Yes. Yeah, so, mm, okay. he, from our books, is said that our king is like his horse friends. That's why the French and the British, British feel that, okay, let's leave Thailand. Mm-hmm. But in terms of democracy, they didn't do anything with us much. Mostly, I think at that time, America is more focused on Vietnam because Vietnam having the communism from China. So they focus on that side, but as Thailand, we offer them to like, hey, you can set up the your troop here, and that in order to go to fight in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So during the whole Cold War, Thailand was always democratic, in name, or was was there uh, communist I'm, parts? I was not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Is I'm not sure. But they were supporting the. Yes, yeah, like at that time. Oh, I okay. I I think I recall a little bit of that. It's quite conflict in Thailand because it's hard to say that which who like the who who has a head like in likely to be communism. So, it has very tragedies happen in Thailand. Like the government, they they blame the students, university students that they likely to be the communist, and they convince the people that these students are bad. So the students have to go into the jungle hiding themselves from communities and it's been a while, long while before before it was turned out that the student was innocent. It mm-hmm. was the government blamed them. <laughs> it's that bad. But uh, that's like almost forty years ago, right? Yes. 
even now today, that's what we said, like, do not believe government. Sometimes they just make everything for them to make them look good. Is that something that is thought by, uh, on a day-to-day by Thai people, a distrust of the government? Well, how does this how does this history it, it, come into the come into the day to day, or do people not really even think about this? I think most of people don't think about it. We didn't yeah. learn stu- history in I mean in terms of the class, we just remember what happened, but we not really learn from it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes, something like we know what happened, but we never learn that this how can we adapt like learn from that situation into another situation. I mean, it's not unique to Thailand. You can go. You can go, talk to people on the streets in, here in the United <laughs> the States. They don't remember. They don't. They don't remember. Just no. They don't remember George Bush. They don't remember. Like, oh, uh, George, Bush George was, Bush is not that long. They go. George Bush was a nice guy. Um, maybe not in San Francisco. People will know. But yeah, yeah. There's a bad thing in the textbook. They don't write about bad thing that the leaders do. So people. I just had recently. Two guests. They're from Japan, mm-hmm. and I asked them about their history education in regards to uh, the Japanese uh, war crimes in the Second World mm-hmm. War. Not because I wanted to push mm-hmm. any buttons, mm-hmm. but because uh, I wanted to see. Because I know uh, that in Japan, they they leave that out of the textbooks, wow. or they blame someone else. Wow. Like for example, uh, I asked them about the Second World War. They said. Oh, we learned that uh, that we attacked America, but uh, but they dropped the bombs, so they were wrong. <laughs> so wait, hold on. And then I said, "Do you know anything about what happened in China?" They said nothing. They don't know anything. Oh, yeah. But meanwhile, uh-huh. it's, it's pretty bad. They they should go. They should go. I I went to Nanjing. Yeah. Said the name. I need to go. I need oh, to go visit. They they mo- they made the museum and mm-hmm. they make Chinese, English, and Japanese. Uh, they they really want Japanese to know what yeah. ha- what happened, what did they do to them? Yeah, I uh, if you know the book, I don't know. There's one famous book that uh, is the the go to book for for the rape of Nanking. Uh, it's it's called the rape of Nanking by Iris Chang, and when I was in high school, I mm-hmm. I, I read most. I read some of it, uh-huh. maybe like maybe two thirds of it, yeah. and I, I stopped reading it. I put it away. It was, it was too oh. much, even for me, uh, someone who. In, in in college ended up studying things yeah. like this. Yeah. I I couldn't handle oh. reading all this. It's and uh, to think that uh, people aren't learning about it in Japan is kind of weird because cause then you have now conservative government mm. uh, conservative parts of the government wanting to remilitarize Japan uh, and this is a population that only remembers really having American occupation mm-hmm. and then and then uh, just not knowing that history of mm-hmm. how bad uh, they, they kind of glorify the the soldiers from the Second World War mm-hmm. like they're heroes mm-hmm. but um, ah, okay. yeah. so even some of the ones who did really bad things they're still walking around have, like having a normal life <laughs> still now but yeah that's it's very dark I don't know <laughs> Yes, hiding. Like even now today, some Thai, very small people, small part of people, but people still like, I hate Myanmar. They used to defeat us, yeah. <laughs> and then like hundreds years ago. What is the What is the history between Myanmar and Thailand? It's nothing, you know. Like when the two countries that live next to each other, we always fighting. It's happened around the world, like Japan, Korea, Korea, China, even French, British, and England. France and Germany is a yeah, like because you live too close to each other, yeah. you get a fight with something. But for me, it's just nothing. It it's well, at that time long ago, people just want resources, so they just try to defeat. Because, uh, when Thailand has time ago, we because our our city position is very good. We located like in the very fruitful rivers. We had a lot of rice and so on so when the king become weak then the Myanmar will come to fight are the, make the war are the people and language and culture all similar no different, no. different. Where, what are, what's the history why is there two different oh I don't know about that yeah, that's going to a little too far 
Yeah, that's too far. Yeah. Because we don't have the history, no tracking. Yeah, no, I, I, this part of the world I know very little about. Yeah, when I was studying, I, my my uh, my focus was Europe, Middle East, and. Oh, okay. um, yeah, because our uh, our population is too small, and even like even Indonesia itself. Indonesia is big, has many population, but if you look at the tribe, it's become small, 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 and then they they even fight with each other. Mm -hmm. But somehow with the globalization, they have to become the same country. Mm -hmm. So like some some part of it that doesn't speak this the 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 what is called Indonesian language. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, something uh, like that. Well, I'm drawing a blank. I don't actually know it either. <laughs> Indonesian okay. language. Uh, well, that's bad because I just I had an Indonesian guest on, and I think he mentioned it. Bahasa. I think that's the okay. word. Bahasa. Yeah. Anyway, let me go back to Thai politics. I forget. I I go back too long. Yeah. Actually, for this group specifically, it ha We just la we have to go back only ten years ago. We have the election, and the winner is Taksin Chinawat. Taksin Chinawat, he's the, he's the first prime minister who is not come from the soldier or military thing. He's just like normal people who win the election and can stay for four years. Previously, we never have prime minister who is not belong to the military who stay for four years term. Usually, we just dissolve two or three years, we dissolve and make a new election. Okay. So he's the first one to complete. The reason is that he has a lot of campaign to help people. That's why many people support him for his first time. Before that, it's just like all the campaign. In my opinion, they are crap. Not useful. Waste of money and <laughs> cause a lot of problems. Like you can if if you go to Thailand, there you still can see like uh, the construction that not finished and it will never finish. It's just left the like the project was ending. Yeah, the project is like thirty years ago, and it just lasts like that. But when Taksin, but different from Taksin, he is like a new era. He has a lot of projects. That's why when after four years, after four years, another election, he win again. But this time he didn't last. Maybe only two, three, two years, and then I'm not sure. Look like he was. He had to dissolve the parliament. Or maybe just because he fly out of Thailand and then the other party discharge him for some accusation and then he doesn't want to fly back because if he fly back he know that he will be shot and put to the jail because of the justice system, not really justice. <laughs> wait, wait, what are these different parties? He is representing what kind of political I don't remember it's, I I don't remember clearly because it's I don't know if it's the opposite party or is the military. Should be the military if I'm I'm not wrong. So they want they want to shoot him. They're just accused for corruption. And you can, you can get executed for that. Not execution, not execute, not execute, but to jail. just go to jail without okay. without like a justice. Okay. Um, you know, like even go to the even go to the trial is not very fair to him in his terms. So he decided he's not coming back to Thailand. So right now he's still live in Dubai from from that time. He's never yeah. come back. Yes, and anybody who goes and just lives in Dubai, there's something they're hiding. <laughs> so, <I think. laughs> his friend, his friend is like the chic of Dubai. So he lived there like luxury. Just he says he cannot back. Come back to Bangkok, but he doesn't have that life. His his family fly to see him often. That's mm. very strange. Wait, is uh, he? Wait, he's not. He's the current prime minister. No, or? no, he's like previous one. Previous. Yes. So they 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 got a new one. Yeah, yes, and after after that we have to coup for one year, and then we have another election. Guess what? His nominee win. <laughs> mm. Like because his campaign is helped a lot of poor people and majority of Thai are poor, so whenever we have an election, the poor will win against. So, like if we have election after that, a few no three four times many times that I cannot remember it is, and his nominee win oh, <laughs> again and that's again. That's incredibly again. complicated. And, it, it makes uh, it makes American politics seem very simple because we just have every four years, an election, and if it's a. Uh, 
if it's the second term for somebody, it's somebody new. If it's the first term, then they just continue. It's very simple. We've only had... I don't think we've had a time when we just didn't have that set up where it was for every four years. You can think of American politics always in four years. Yes. Four and eight. Oh, okay, four years. So it's it's, very, it's very I don't simple. know why Thai, people, Thai politics always dissolve. It's very um, unstable. Very unstable, yes. How does that affect your uh, currency? Does it fluctuate a lot? No, no, not at all. Actually... It's so strange. It, <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it's not effect. Usually, like, if, if there's no... Uh, act up from any hedge fund is going to be stable but in 28 no 18 years ago almost 20 there's Tom Yam Kung crisis at that time George Soros he he's know that the government doesn't know how to manage our economy properly so that he just attacked to the Thai but and imagine that long previously we used 25 baht for one dollar and it's become 52 baht for one dollar that's more than twice mm-hmm. Because of his game, I'm not sure how he do it. And then it's getting better, better. Now it's like 37 baht for a dollar. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> I think. Anyway, this our 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 politics is always like that. But as a foreigner who don't know Thailand, who like give can be panicked when they heard that whole there's a coup in Thailand. When I heard it, it's like oh again. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like again and like maybe. When when they when the military get enough money, they will go. It's just always like that. They just come to get some money. It's uh, from someone who living in the West. It's <laughs> it's so unstable. But a lot of places in the world, this is this is normal. It's just uh, this is how things. Yes. This is what we would consider normal, mm-hmm. and so it's not a shock to you or anything. Yeah, well, like we really get used to like if we this if the tax is hundred percent. We go to the politicals, maybe 50-60% and the 40 go to management. So uh, previously, we just like, as long as we still can do the business, we try to compromise with this political thing. Nobody wants to die. <laughs> Nobody want to go out and fight. Give me the democracy. No, we just do the business. Yeah, we have to, especially America, we always think, we have to bring democracy to all these countries in the yes, world. Yes. But it, yes. it, democracy is also, it's not just political, it's cultural. Yes. So it... Oh, yeah, it is a main thing. It doesn't yes. really... Sure. sure. You need to not only sure. have democracy, but yes. you have to have democracy um, yeah. uh, con- inside of the context of Western liberalism. To- totally agree with that. Like, for example, if you go to Thailand, like, and... For maybe you do something to me and I'm really not happy with it. But instead of telling you that I'm not happy, I will keep in mind like, okay, it's not that, that that point. It's not reach my threshold, so I can bear with it. I'm not gonna speak anything. But if it's imagine it's I'm American, I'm gonna say like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> That's I'm I'm really pissed off about you. We have you. to write something <laughs> down. I get a lawyer. You get yeah, a lawyer. yeah, yeah. Let's fight. But in Thailand, like. Okay, we smile, happy. Yeah, it's all, it's it's cultural. And when you, you can't just give democracy with no cultural context. Yeah, that's true. That's why I think it's a stupid uh, endeavor. It's a crazy disaster to try to bring democracy to, to uh, the Middle East. Because this culture has no, has no, it's, a lot of it is even the opposite of, yes. of uh, the yes. opposite of Western liberalism. Yeah. So you, when you when you try to have everyone has, when you try to have everyone have an opinion and have it be valid, and you have different groups Shia, Sunni, Muslims try to vote on things, mm-hmm. uh, it it goes it goes crazy because they think that they should get something. Mm-hmm. If I'm Shia, I think I should get something. The Sunnis, they think they should get something. Yeah. But I think they should be all dead. <laughs> so so, so uh, it doesn't really work. Like, in, in America, the thing is, uh, you might hate, if you're a Democrat, you might hate Republicans. Democrats, liberals, they hate Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They hate George Bush. Mm-hmm. They hate everybody who's in the mm-hmm. Congress, who's a Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even mm-hmm. to the point that they want them to mm-hmm. die. For example, just 
one or two weeks ago, uh, Justice Antonin Scalia, he was a conservative judge on the Supreme Court, and he has been there since uh, around the Reagan years, so like 20, 20 30 years, and uh, he died. And there's a lot of left like liberals, Democrats, who were celebrating the death of, of this of this justice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of, of course, they can think mm-hmm. that, but not to the point of, if you compare it to a, a, a Sunni in Iraq right now, who will cut off the head oh, of the Shia. So yes. it's, it, we're not going to kill anybody yes, here. Yes, it's, we're we not so extreme. So the democracy in, is predicated on the idea that we're, if you win an election... This is the power here. You yeah, got it. Yes. Um, whereas uh, in in the Middle East, this is not how it works. Yeah, that's not that's the thing that not happened in Thailand too. I don't know if you heard about red shirt and yellow shirt in Thailand. No, explain a bit. So, like after that taxing, you know what? Does a person call themselves yellow shirt? They they make an accuse that taxing is gonna overthrow the king. I don't. I mean, like you know, overthrow this mean get over right? Right. Yeah. Yes. So he can overturn the king. Like I don't, ha- I don't see any evidence, any any like believable evidence. Mostly it's like the rumors and and that and the red yellow shirt become more and more and more. Be- you know that Thai people love the king, so with this rumor, people become hate attacking. Maybe it's true. Maybe there must be some 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 what is called like little sorry that or else why they make up this thing right. Mm-hmm. So it's become part of yellow shirt. And the opposite side, they want to s- send a signal that they support this thing. They call themselves as a red shirt. Mm-hmm. And then it, the fighting becomes very stronger, stronger. Some, some people die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it will be really long. You can imagine if the, if the yellow shirt side party, politics party, they become the government, and the red shirt become demonstrate. They will send a troop and then somebody die. But if the red shirt become the government, the yellow shirt can same thing happen. But well, the red shirt die more. <laughs> that's that's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right, so we become like the country that cannot talk about politics at all. Because if I say that I don't like yellow, they would point at me and then so you yeah, are you're red. You are red. Yeah, yeah, you cannot be something else. Yeah, and that's what happened today. So until this coup happen and say like stop so everything stop mm-hmm. nobody allowed to talk about you're, politics you're right now <laughs> now nobody talk about it whoever talk about it go to jail <laughs> this, this is what happened in thailand so but you see this kind of <laughs> some like people like it some people like it like you're explaining it kind of works <clears throat> it's not the best but it's so you, what you had in before 2003 was saddam hussein in iraq uh-huh. everybody was so he was sunni but he said okay Everybody is fine. Well, I have the military. Everyone chill. Yeah, Don't yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it worked. Yeah, it was very that's brutal. What happened in Thailand. It's not great. It's not good. He was not a great guy, but he made it stable. This is what's happening in Thailand. You have yes. yellow, red, red, and something a bit above that yes. says if you if you do this, you're gonna we're gonna punish you. Yes. Um, it works for them, kind of. It's not like what we have in democracy. Well, that's why we're very lucky uh-huh. to have democracy where everyone... Uh, it, when it, Democracy, again, with Western liberalism, uh, keeping everyone... Uh-huh. You're not... Ev- not everyone's happy, uh-huh. but at least everyone is not... Like, not uh-huh. We're not killing each other. Yes, yes. But yes. Uh, with, with, with these uh, non-Western cultures, uh-huh. it's, a, it's, it's at this point still where... Uh, People are are picking teams so strongly yes. that they want to kill each other for it. We we are not that point yet. We don't kill anyone. But you did before when there was just yellow and red. Oh uh, no, that's what because of the troop. They use the military power. So sometimes the the, the what's called it the tear gas. Uh-huh. So I don't know how they use it, but it's just accidentally. Oh yeah, and then some very strong head they kill. They use a real gun. But in terms of general people, we we didn't do we didn't try to kill each other, only very small maybe, not even tens from all the demonstrator, maybe only ten of them use a real gun. But those guy, that's crazy. But still, it comes back to the idea that uh, if sometimes you can pick a team, so be so strongly uh-huh. dedicated to a team, 
that you will... Yeah. For example, in America, it does happen. Do you want to know where? Why? Between, between baseball teams. <laughs> so if you go to the Red Sox game and uh, you're wearing Yankees uh, hats uh-huh. or shirts, it, it might be a little yeah. bit dangerous for you. People have been, uh, people have been killed uh, wow. for being on the, uh, wearing the wrong shirt. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's it's the same if you go, I'm, I'm pretty sure if in the UK, if you go to the uh, uh, football game and you're wearing the wrong shirt, <laughs> that's crazy. it's dangerous, it's dangerous. But that's, uh, that's a very strange thing in human, uh-huh. uh, I yeah, guess, human behavior. Too, too much advertisement, propaganda, or yeah. those hate speech. Yeah. It's, it's all teams. Uh-huh. It's, um, and that's why I like to say we're all on team, uh-huh. team people. <laughs> we're all <laughs> on the same team. You know what? Like, actually, I have no 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 problem with the coup if the coup is very smart. The, but the problem is, I feel that the, the leader that we have now today is totally zero. Yeah. He's he always complaining of being the prime minister. And then people ask like, if it is so painful, why you don't just quit? And he said like, well, do you think it's easy? Do you think it's easy? Like. Me now that is not easy. That's why we are not prime minister, but you are. <laughs> no, but I like that though because because nobody should be in the position. It's very weird to be in the position of head of state. Look at look at all the presidents of the United States. Obama when he was when he in two thousand eight when he became president, he was he was young, energetic, uh-huh. like he had color in his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Now he looks, okay. he looks like he looks like. His face is falling off, yeah. off his skeleton. It's, yeah. it's it's horrifying because there's every, he doesn't have any breaks every uh-huh. day, every uh-huh. single day. There's pressure. Uh-huh. Imagine, I I I can't imagine. You know, he should have a good team. That's what we feel like. Our economics is going down. Like besides the world economics going down, Thailand economics like really depends a lot on of tourism. And since it's a coup, tourism got a little bit down. Because people think it's dangerous. Yeah, and also like, world economic has an effect. And it, anyway, we expect that he would do something much better. And as I live in China for two years, they are communism. Mm-hmm. But even they are communism, they have their own system in order to select a good person in the position. And I can see that it's growing very fast in China. What what was your experience in China? And describe that a little bit. Uh, I I I will just mean like the for the living is quite good. They although that you you may hear a lot of news that they just like get the people who live in that area go away and then they do something new. But in the other hand, they get very systematic structure of the cities. Their transportation very good now. Today, if you go to Beijing, maybe like ten lines of the subway going everywhere easily. So. It's quite convenient for the people who are living there at the end of the day. You can go transport easily with very cheap cost, only three cents. Mm-hmm. Maybe they increase later, but at that time it's only three, 30 cents, sorry, 30 cents. And you can travel for an hour of the subway, something like that. And they have like a park. So even you are poor, you can go have a walk, jogging outside. You don't have to go to the fitness. And they have. Yeah, except for the pollution. The pollution is one thing, yes, <laughs> I don't deny that. And they have very good uh, roads going to, even in the desert, far away, they have a very nice paved road, which, like, in time... Have you been there? Yeah, I've been, because my previous work, I have to work in the desert. We do, we find the oil in the desert. I have to drive from the city, like, five hours. But Where were you living? Uh, it's... Um, it's in the west, you know, in the west, yeah. like, it's mostly out of the desert. Which province were you living in? I don't remember, Xi'an, no, not Xi'an, sorry. Xinjiang. Xinjiang, yeah, in no Xinjiang. Way, really? Like, I can Xin- show you the picture, it's just yeah. desert. Xinjiang is so interesting to me. It's very big, it's very big. It's, it's one of the most interesting things on the planet okay. to me, because I studied it before in college, okay. and, uh, what what's so interesting to me is that it's not really China. It's, yeah, it's more like it's more it's more like Kazakhstan yes, or, exactly, or something like that exactly. because because uh, for example the most western point of Xinjiang, yes. uh, I don't remember what the city is called. Uh-huh. The most western city. Yes. It's on the border with Tajikistan or something. Yeah. It's uh it's closer to Baghdad, Iraq <laughs> than it is to Beijing. <laughs> yeah, I'm and, not surprised. And so. 
and these people aren't Han Chinese. If I go there, yeah. I, I look yes. different. I look weird. Yeah, they look like Kazakhstan, and yeah. they don't speak Chinese. Yeah, they speak. They, they don't speak Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. what was it like living there? Uh, what is like living there? Um, I have to tell you, I, I work in oil and gas, so right, yeah, you, you so that before. so it's just like living in a container. I am not in the city, so oh, okay. but but before going there, I have to live in the city for a while. But and then along the way, the road just very good construct. Even there's not many houses there, but they the government concerned about the industry, the money that they can obtain after they invest in the road. So they're like willing to do all these things. And they, in the, in the public park, they have the light that powered by the solar cell. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have to worry that if something's going to happen, it's always safe enough. And then they have all the CCTVs. Compared to, come back to Bangkok, we have CCTV that very poor quality. Mm-hmm. It's hardly catch anybody, like the thief or the terrorist. We can see something really blur and cannot see clear. It's quite bad quality. I don't know how we. Ha- I don't know why we have to live with that. But we cannot do anything. I used to lose my laptop, and I even that area is full of CCTV, but it's quite dark. I go find out like five CCTV that can see that taxi, but none of them can catch <laughs> the plate. And how does that compare to the ones in China? You said the ones in China are really good? I never lost anything in China. I, I used to lot the wallet once, but there's not much money. I got. Do you think maybe that's because people aren't stealing things in China as much? I don't know. <laughs> I asked my friend, they said, like, if, if. Normally the police would not be kind to the local, but maybe I'm lucky I lost the wallet and then I get returned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know in, in, in Xinjiang they have this really big uh, push by the government to move. Han Chinese people to Xinjiang to, oh, to um, yeah. not it I mean that's the worst part what they what yes. they say is yes. it's because they want to develop more but mm, what actually no. is happening is they want to change demographics yes they want to make it more Chinese I, so I people think in, that's in, the worst thing of China they make all the city look the same yeah so right now I don't think it's I used to travel since I was very young, and then I can see change from time to time. It's become the same, like the block, the block, the block, the block. So yes. it's not very fascinating. That, yeah. Um, like in Tibet, is it? No, Tibet. Tibet, yeah. yeah that's, that's a bad thing. So do they look like Chinese cities in Tibet? It's becoming, and, and, and all the Tibetan has to move to India, right? Oh, my God. Okay, well... Like I've been saying, I, I gotta go visit the mainland uh, mm-hmm. before they change everything for the worst. Because my mom actually called me uh, a couple months ago and she said, "Let's go to the mainland." Uh, my family, like we've never been, we've never been to the mainland. I said, "Cool." Most people want to go to Shanghai, Beijing, like all these touristy places, normal normal places mm-hmm. in China to visit. But she goes, I, "I read in a in the paper that it's really cool to visit Xinjiang." I said. I don't know why you want to go to Xinjiang, but <laughs> I would love to. Um, so let's yeah, go. Yeah, go, go before everything changes. How, how do you get there? Can you get there really easily from anywhere in China? Xinjiang, it's really far. Oh, no, no, no. You, every, you have to now, fly there. China has many airports. It has so many. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, even in Xinjiang, they have international flights. But I'm not sure which country, but that they have them. That ex- that's really exciting. Uh, very, very amazing. And pe- all the transportation is quite, you know, China, everything works with low cost. <laughs> That's how they do it, and it's yeah. quite impressive. Or even the high-speed trains, quite cheap, and and not, like, the best quality, like the Euro rail, but it's still, it's, still, it's still fast. <laughs> it's still fast and got that safely. So, yeah, you may try. Yeah, I really want to go. And because when I studied it, it's... It's so fascinating because it's like a high. It's kind of like Poland in in Europe. It's the highway for all the big, the, mm-hmm. the bigger countries, Russia, Japan, China. Uh, they all had things going on in Xinjiang all through history. Also, mm-hmm. the Silk Road went through Xinjiang. Mm-hmm. So from China, when they're trading with Europe, yes, yes, uh, it goes through. From from eastern China, yeah. all the way through Xinjiang, always through Xinjiang yeah. because there's um, the camels would go through, and uh, there's oases so mm-hmm. they can stop, have mm-hmm. water, yes. have something to yes. eat, keep going. 
uh, go through it goes through Afghanistan, Iran, uh-huh. uh, and then Iraq, all the way to Europe. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And then now they have uh, um, high speed trains for transporting um, goods mm-hmm. from from Beijing to uh, all the way to Germany and France. Yes. Oh. It's one train. Wow. It's crazy. So it's like the modern Silk Road. Yes. But I, I don't know why people don't uh, appreciate how amazing that is right now. It's not in the news or anything. It just exists. And it people, exists. Um, because we have things from other get countries. Used to, get used we get, to. We, get, we got used to globalization. We got used to buying things from China all the time. by Shipping by, by, uh, by sea. Uh-huh. So we think that's, that's, that's oh, that's normal. But meanwhile, you have to think that that's really amazing. It's really amazing. They don't take long time to uh, to do all this thing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. When I got to sh- when I work start working in China in two years ago, it's like, man, they have airports everywhere. You can fly anywhere in China, and um, and booking the train, you can do it online. And people use them a lot. It's not easy to book the train in China. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, because tra- People in China they travel all the time from one place to one place mm-hmm. and all the time. Yeah. And the if what are like some prices for things? If I were to go to China, I'd be cheap. I, f- I feel like everything would be. I'd be surprised how cheap things are. The uh, yeah, you will. The only the, the only thing that I think is a little bit expensive is other attractive places like uh, if you if you want to go to UNESCO size or the. No, not the museum. I never go to any museum in China. <laughs> I think it's not good. But I feel like I wouldn't appreciate it as much because I can't read anything. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But all like uh, like the Jin 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 Si tomb. I'm not sure how it's called in English. What is it? It's like the the, the tomb that have the pottery of oh, the, the soldiers. Oh, yeah, terracotta. Yeah, Yes, yes. That thing like. Most of the tourist places will cost you around twenty to thirty dollars for Whoa, the ticket. They're making a lot of money. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the funny thing is, no matter it's local or international, they pay the same price. Uh-huh. But there's still a lot of tourists. For my part, people like cheap is very cheap for very cheap for eating, for a hotel, for transportation. Do you think that's expensive? Is a tourist attraction. Mm. I and, need to go before everything. My friend's studying now in Beijing, and he said the the. the the air is just Totally you can't do it it's, it's impossible really yeah I don't think I can go visit Beijing but I'll, I'll visit other places I guess well it's bad but <laughs> they're like days it's like the weather sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad yeah it depends yeah. it's just so massive this this country um I don't everyone knows that China's big but to to wrap your head around how big and how many people there are is really insane. Yes, it's a lot. Like one state of them is larger than Thailand. When when we I when I have the political problem, I complain with my coworker. He's Chinese. I like look at Thailand if I can. He say, "Who cares about your country? The population that is even less than my hometown." Exactly. <laughs> That's what they say. I think if you look at the top. Uh, Population-wise, the the highest number population cities in China. There's there's so many that have millions of people, and you never heard of them before. And there there's there's cities, whole cities dedicated to one industry. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, for example, I guess like making toys. This this city yes. with millions of people, they make toys for America. Yeah, yes. This city, they make uh, I don't know home electronics. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's a very, it's a very okay. strange place. Yeah. I know. I live in Sunjun, so you can find wholesale of anything. Yeah. I used to get lost to one station. It's a wholesale of electronics parts. You can find any electronic parts there. It's parts. Whole, it's just electronic. It's a mess. It's, it's not put it together. Just, yeah, it's not put it together. Like just, the chips, the wow. transistors, something like that. Like, oh my god, where is this? <laughs> it's quite amazing. And the other one is like the wholesale for clothes. Where they ship to the other countries, like mm. I can spend two days walking inside. It's very big. I can imagine that Xinjiang has a lot of um, these, like, like batteries and and chips because Xinjiang, mm-hmm. I'm, 
my guess is that it has a lot of minerals mm -hmm. because uh, that's one big thing about Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Afghanistan has a lot of, uh, they have a lot of lithium. Oh. And lithium is what's, what's used yes, to make batteries. Battery, yes. And uh, that's a little secret thing that people don't talk about why the United States is in Afghanistan. But I can imagine just next door in Xinjiang, because it has a border with Afghanistan, uh -huh. that just next door in Xinjiang they have, they have a lot of minerals, and uh -huh. that's why China values it so oh, okay. much. They can, make, they can make all the new things for Apple yeah, uh, yeah. using all these things from, from their, uh, their western province. Yeah. So, yeah. so go to Xinjiang before this yeah. pollute. <laughs> Yeah, so I can just take a plane there. Maybe probably from uh, my mom said from from Taipei. I can we can uh, you can fly right to Xinjiang. Yeah. Oh, I need. I should look up air, uh, the airfare for that. Yeah. 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 Now I'm I'm getting excited again about what my mom said a couple months ago about <laughs> visiting Xinjiang. Okay. Well, we're coming up on our time. Uh, that was That's really good an fast, hour. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks mm -hmm. for being on, Lynn. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye.